Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for the Rutherford Report on 101 ESPN. Anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Blues fell to the Toronto Maple Leafs the other night in overtime, 5-4. to four. Before that game, I spent 20, 25, 30 minutes with Jeremy Rutherford, and we pretty much solved every problem the Blues have. I don't know if you got in touch with Army, uh, <laughs> JR, but but I haven't, but we did solve every problem, didn't we? Yeah, I haven't had a chance to pass it along yet, but yeah, a lot of good, uh, we solved everything. That was a fun chat. Thanks for coming down uh, Press Row there, Randy. Oh, it's good to see you. Hey, hey JR, I, I want to take you back to a segment we had a, a few segments ago, and, and there was a topic by one Rockio who said that Derek Jeter is the most overrated player in, in sports history. Sports. Not baseball, sports. What is your take sports on that? Sports history. Yeah. Wow, wow, He gave wow. all the analytics wow. as to why he his runs, uh, not runs saved or runs given up, just the, the inability to get to certain balls. I just want to know your opinion on it. Well, Kerry, first of all, not sports history for sure. And I don't even think uh, baseball. Uh, I watched The Captain. I watched that documentary series. I believe it was on uh, ESPN+. Plus, and it was it was phenomenal, and so I get the argument, I get the stats, I get the whole "Hey, he played in New York" thing, but this was a phenomenal ball player. Come on, Rocky, what are you doing? Man? <laughs> He's making decisions that numbers that don't are lie, Jr. Except when they do. Hey, Jr. We were talking earlier about you know the Blues, and and uh, again they they seem to be giving up goals in bunches. How do they fix that? Is that is that simply a, a defenseman issue with you know with Krug out with with some of the other guys that have been in and out of the lineup? How do they they fix that and not allow so many goals and so many shots on goal yeah 3.66 per game uh, right now and it's uh, down at the very bottom of the nhl it's been a problem all year obviously uh you know i think there have been some themes when you talk about the backdoor tap-ins you talk about the penalty kill uh some things but i think also you know there's a lot of different looking goals that are scored against the blues the other night the first one that toronto scored that's a lucky bounce you know hits the bar comes back and the guy's wide open and he puts it in but i think uh, the rest of that game, we, we saw a few goals where the Blues are backing off in the defensive zone, and there's just not enough awareness around the net. So I think there's just been a plethora of issues, and, and then I think you get to the point where you know it becomes some of the personnel involved and in how those goals are given up. And you know, I don't think that's anything that uh, a week with no games where Craig Bruby, Mike Van Ryan could just coach them up could fix. I think uh, it's a situation where you probably – uh, have to to look at the personnel and see if you got the right guys moving forward. Jr. Not to be critical of the injured Tory Krug, but it would seem logically that giving Callie Rosen, who you write about at the Athletic, more minutes than Krug will steady the defense. Yeah, I think I, like Rosen has done a great job. Now you have to keep in mind that when you look at these numbers, and that's what I'm saying. I look at uh, Tory Krug's numbers, and he was a minus twenty, second worst on the team. 
Uh, but he's playing a lot more minutes than Tory Krug. He's play, I'm sorry, uh, Callie Rosen. He's playing against uh, better opponents than Callie Rosen. But you look at Rosen, his goal share for the analytic people, 54%. Uh, he's a plus nine for the plus minus people. You know, I think that uh, he steps into the play. He keeps plays going. He does a lot of good things. So he did a great job, I thought, with uh, Justin Falk the other night in the second pair. But they have mixed up the D pairs. Rosen will be pushed down to the third pair with Robert Bortuzzo, who he's played, played a lot with. And you're going to see uh, Letty with Falk, and you're going to see Mikola with Pareko tonight. And Craig Bruby said yesterday, guys, the reason for that, he really wants Mikola and Pareko to focus on the defensive responsibilities and the penalty kill. And it looks like Letty might take over that second power play unit from Colton Pareko, uh, and he's going to get some time with Justin Falk in that second pair. That didn't take long. <laughs> no, it didn't. One game, right. Yeah, they really wanted him to shoot it. They really wanted him to move the puck quicker. You know, he got a couple power play chances. Uh, probably didn't see it as much as he'd like, so they're gonna, it looks like they're going to switch to Letty. Hey, JR, there was a uh, Tarasenko gave up that turnover towards the end of the game. Were you able to catch up with him and, and kind of gauge his thoughts on, on what happened on that play before the final goal of the game uh, the other night? No, and I just being up front with you, tough to catch up with, uh, you know, Tarasenko after a situation like that. Um, you know, uh, with baseball, hockey sometimes a little bit different who's available after the games you know hockey wise we get uh, three players after the game and Tarasenko wasn't uh, among them and then yesterday uh, didn't see him in the locker room after practice so have not had a chance but you know tough luck play situation for the Blues uh, but I thought Baruby was pretty forthright in saying that uh, that Tarasenko needs to skate with the puck and he's got to be aware that Nylander is right there on his back. I mean, when I watched uh, Toronto, who they put out there for that overtime, guys, it was a defensive-minded unit. It was an aggressive attacking unit, and uh, I realize Nylander is an offensive player, but uh, even he went out to the point, flagged Tarasenko down, forced him to cough up the puck, and took advantage of a guy who wasn't paying that much attention. JR, I'm going to put my Lindenwood education to use here, my my logic class. Okay? So... Both Marco Scandella and Scott Perunovich are skating, and Tori Krug is going to come back, presumably, in a little over six weeks. The salaries of those three gentlemen combine for a little over $10 million. If Scandella and Perunovich and Krug all come back, then the Blues would need to shed some salary cap space, and oh, conveniently, the trade deadline is in about eight weeks. <laughs> Krug gets uh, gets reevaluated in six. I'm thinking that there's, just logically here, there's no way that the Blues can go through this season and bring those three guys back without clearing some calories, salary cap space. Look at that Lindenwood diploma at work. How yeah. about that? Yeah. That's, the, uh, that's the commercial right there. Just say that. No, uh, I think you're right. I mean, going into LTIR uh, this year, uh, the Blues have had the extra cap space if they needed to bring somebody in. But you always knew that Scandella was coming back and Prinovich was coming back. Prinovich doesn't make that much money, but you do have to fit him in. And, and you're right, the, the timing, the timetable here uh, do, does uh, set up pretty well uh, that when you get to the trade deadline, you're probably going to be unloading some salary. I mean, I hate to get ahead of ourselves here a few you know, weeks, a month, a couple months from now, but I think it's a situation where you're probably going to be unloading some salary. So you know, there's going to be a lot of moving parts when we get close to that time. They always say reevaluated in a situation – with Krug, six weeks, could it be longer? Uh, you don't know, so we're just going to have to wait. And then on the Scandella and Prinovich front, I will say this. Prinovich went through the entire practice uh, yesterday, hmm. no contact, but looked pretty good. Scandella, he did the pre-practice, so he didn't stick around 
Uh, and Craig Gruby didn't want to handicap uh, what what uh, when those guys are coming back or who was ahead of who. Uh, but nonetheless, those guys are on the track back, and you're right, they're going to have to bring that salary back into the fold. Are they at a point, speaking of the Blues, where they are considering you know what moves need to be made at the trade deadline? Are they still feeling that they have an opportunity to make a run in these playoffs if, if all things go well? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think what uh, Doug Armstrong has probably done, which he's, he's done for years, is uh, you obviously know the guys, you know the names. It's O'Reilly, it's Tarasenko, perhaps it's Barbashev, it's whoever. You've made all the phone calls. You know who's interested. Yeah, things can change. You get a phone call next week or a month from now uh, that somebody else is inter- interested. That's what it's all about. You create a bidding war for a guy like uh, O'Reilly or a, um, if Tarasenko, if the interest is there. Um, so I think it's just a situation where he's got his plan A, he's got his plan B, he's got his plan C, and then you just once. It, the, the schedule and the wins and losses determine which way you're going, you know, then you follow through on some of those phone calls you've already made. So, you know, can a team pick up the phone and surprise Doug Armstrong? I'm sure. Uh, but I think that he's probably spoken to a lot of those teams and they know that uh, a couple of these players are available. And Jr. apologies to Rick Pitino, but a rookie Jordan Bennington isn't walking through that door, right? <laughs> so uh, I, I think the Blues – and they know, everybody knows, that this team is not a Stanley Cup champion. They might, because the playoffs are important financially for this organization. So I, I can see them angling for a playoff spot. But I, and by the way, I got burned by saying this just four years ago, but this team's not winning a Stanley Cup. No, I don't, I don't think so. And I think that uh, you, you can look at the financial aspect of it, and it's true. I think it's, what, $1.5, maybe $2 million that you make for a home playoff game. And that lost revenue, you know, does affect any organization. But I think that look at the money that could be made in following postseasons if the Blues are able to maximize these assets. Uh, I mentioned it yesterday, but you look at uh, O'Reilly and Tarasenko. They're number five and number six on the athletics trade board. And so those are players that definitely are going to generate some interest at the trade deadline. And if you can take advantage of that, whether it's uh, bringing in picks or players or, or what have you, Doug Armstrong is going to be able to restock. And then perhaps, uh, you know, they could be back in the playoffs next year. They've got a decent enough team that can play in the postseason and, and qualify for the postseason, but they just have to get back to that point and be that type of team. So I don't think it's a five or six year deal where, you know, you're, you're looking that far down the road to make some playoff money. Uh, but I think you probably look past uh, this year, if it doesn't work for you, hit the retool button, move some of these guys, and then look at bringing in that uh, financial part of it in the coming season. And, and we should note, last year, Tyler Toffoli, and he was traded a little bit before the deadline, there were a couple of forwards that were able to garner number one picks for the teams that traded them. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that a, an O'Reilly, a Tarasenko, could gain you a number one draft pick. No, that's true. Uh, you look at these big salaries, they have 7.5. It's tough uh, for cap teams, you know, I think, to do that. They're going to have to do some moving and shaking those other teams to fit these salaries in. But teams do it every year. And I do think that uh, for what O'Reilly brings, even though the offensive production is down this year and the, the potential that Tarasenko has to be an elite scorer at the deadline for a team, I think is going to be attractive to those clubs. And I do think a first-round pick is possible. By the way, Claude Giroux was the other one I was thinking of that got Philadelphia number one from Florida. Jared, always great to have you with us. Thanks for the time. We appreciate it. Yep, talk to you guys later. And Happy New Year. You too. See you later. That's Jeremy Rutherford, our Blues Insider from The Athletic on 101 ESPN. With one of the best savings rates in America, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Slash to be in your band. 
Next up for lead guitar. You're in. Cool. <laughs> yep, even easier than that. And with no fees or minimums on checking and savings accounts, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. So I switched to Boost Mobile and got this free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Why do you think they call it the Galaxy? Maybe because the Samsung Galaxy A23 has a huge screen. And galaxies are huge gravitationally bound systems of stars rotating around a supermassive black hole. And the phone is free? When you switch to Boost Mobile. Cool. You lost me at gravitationally bound. Switch to Boost and get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. Limited time offer while supplies last. New customers only. Excludes tax. One device offer per line. Only available on certain networks. 5G not available everywhere. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details.